You're listening to Dr. D at the Boom Factor. If you're looking for some real life inspiration, maybe a tap on the shoulder, maybe a firm kick in the behind, listen to Dr. D. She'll give it to you straight with a biblical foundation. Thank you, Dr. D, from all your listeners. And those of you listening to Dr. D, woo! Give her a shout out and keep on listening. Dr. D at the Boom Factor. And this is Lisa over at Living at Lisa. Sharing her love for Dr. D's Boom Factor. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome to Throwback Thursday. Movies, music, and memories. And oh my gosh, I'm telling you, what a memory that the Lord had for me this week for you guys. Oh yeah, almost 27 years ago. Isn't that amazing? Guess what? I want y'all to feel what I felt when God called me.
can't turn back. I'm moving straight ahead, y'all. I'm on the right track. All for the sake of the car. He's calling you. He's calling me. Yes, yes. You can't turn back, y'all. I know it's tough out there. We can't turn back. You come too far. This song, I'm telling you, it really it brought me back home. Um, in 1995, I was in my little rebellious state. You know, um, I gave my life to God in 1979 when I was um, in eighth grade, and um, my mom then was in Islam. So just imagine me coming home saying I got baptized and they studying um, Islam underneath the Elijah Muhammad, right? So you already know what that is, right? So, you know, as I got older in school, high school and stuff like we've been talking about, you know, um, I graduated and got married in 1988. And so these are the songs that kind of solidify me, but this song in particular, it brought me back because between 1988 and 1994, my, uh, I was going through so much with my ex-husband, right? And um, the one that, the, my first husband, um, the, my baby girl's father, who's about to have the baby now, you know, and he was there at the shower and we cool now, you know, matter of fact, <laughs> The truth be told, he caught himself trying to flirt with me at her wedding uh, four years ago, you know, in um, 2005, three years ago. And um, that was so funny, you know. And he told everybody, you know, I only have one wife, you know. And I say, dude, I'm not your wife no more, bro. You need to just do right, you know. So anyway, um, long story short, um, God just super now. I stayed with him. I I, tr- I did everything. I fasted. I mean, it was to the point where my family really thought that I was going to lose my mind. They really thought that this dude was going to kill me to the point where my dad got life insurance on me. That's how bad it was, y'all. And uh, I am so grateful and so thankful that my dad went home in peace knowing that his daughter was all right. You know, he passed in 2009. And I was doing pretty good. I was traveling now, you know, I was traveling all over the world. And he was able to see the good side of my stand as a Christian per se, right? So let's let's go back. So with that, sound like something like a little testimony too, huh? You know, so <laughs> um but it's a throwback, it's a memory. Okay, it's a memory. And so, um, so I was angry with God, you guys. I mean, I was mad. I was angry, you know. I stopped going to church because we both was going to the same church. And uh, I was tired and I fought back. And I felt at that time there was against me. It was like, you acted upon the flesh. So, you know, you sow to the flesh and reap to the flesh. I mean, wait a minute, hold up. This dude is fighting me, punching me, tried to kill me. And because I fought back and called the police, I'm wrong. Oh, it did something to you. It did something to my to my spirit. It did something to my soul, y'all. It did something to my mind. And so um, I, I left the church, and I just was angry. Man, I was just angry, 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 angry. I was so angry with God. 
I was angry with God because I felt, God, this man brought me to church. This man said that you was this and you was that, and I served you. And then I went through, remember the, the book, the book, you know, uh, I, get, I returned back to God in 1988. Well, the book was written, the story that happened, it happened in 1989, the next year. So you see what I'm saying, y'all? I've been fighting, y'all, since I said yes to the Lord. But in the midst of the fight, I was listening to um, Lisa Keeping It Real, uh, the opposition, turning your opposition into opportunities, right? So that's what I did. I served God harder. I worshiped God. I tried to do everything. I read that Bible. Man, I was eating that word. Everything. I was fasting for my husband and everything until I went to this retreat. I went to this retreat, and um, this lady didn't know me or anything. I was in the back, and I just was crying and crying. And when I was praying for my husband, you know, God save him, change him, you know. And that lady said, baby girl, you, I'm talking to you back there. You right there. This revolutionized my whole mindset, you guys, on how God, God would even step back and let us make a fool of ourselves. Because he loved us. He gave us a will. And that lady said, that prophetess said, baby girl, if God can't change him, what makes you think you can change him? Whoa. He said, she said, God has a calling on your life. And I see you traveling all over the world. Where you at right now, you're not going to be in this place. God will separate you. No, he say, she say, God, God, God is going to supernaturally separate you from that mess. That's just what she said. And I'm like, but I want my husband. I want my family. I want my children to grow up with their father. You know, I, I don't want them to experience what I experienced. Y'all, let me tell y'all. I had to go to uh, an interview, I think. Something I had to do something in, on Paul's downtown, never forget. And I went in that elevator. This lady came in the elevator. They had another lady came in the elevator. Then they had a gentleman. Then they got out. Then the lady with the briefcase, she still was in the elevator. And it looked like we was going on the same floor. But she um she got off before me. And when when she got off, she turned around and said, Here, call me when you're ready. It's on me. You won't have to pay for nothing. So I looked at her, and I looked at her card. She said, it's time. I looked at the card, you guys. It was an attorney, a divorce attorney. Wow. So I think I called her maybe like two months later because something happened where uh, he was on his little kick, and the thing about it this time, uh, I had to be creative to to make to have money come in the house because he wouldn't bring money in the house. He had a job and working, but he just wouldn't bring his money in the house. So I started babysitting. I started making things, cooking, selling stuff. You know, just you know, trying to maintain you guys. And God bless my endeavors. He blessed my endeavors so much, you guys, that this man thought I had another man. Yeah, for real. That's that's how 
God was blessing where I was able to pay the bills. And I never forget that day. I said, well, you know what? That's a really pretty good man because he's not only taking care of me and your children, he's taking care of you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Y'all going to read about that, man. I'm telling you. And I called the lady. She made an appointment. Uh, I went there, and that lady did the divorce decree, and it was simple because we didn't have no access. I mean, we did like a little business or whatever, but when we was making the money, he was taking and spending the money, didn't realize you got to put that money back in the business. You know, and he just was not, um, he wasn't married, marriage ready. He wasn't ready for a marriage. You know, I'm young. I'm just coming into the Christ. You know, I'm ready for marriage, but, you know, I'm I, I'm transitioning from one dysfunctional household into another dysfunctional household, leaving from my mom to this. And, you know, I'm telling you, man, y'all just don't know Dr. D. I told y'all, I have a very inter- interested life. And so this song, The Call, i never forget I was trying to, um, well, I became a bad girl, right? Tried to be a little wangster, y'all. And um, me and my baby sister, who's in heaven now, and her little friends, they wanted to go out, and they had this club off of, um, uh, what was this club name, off of Elysian Field? The Bottom Line. Anybody in New Orleans know what I'm talking about, The Bottom Line. Don't y'all know they wouldn't let me in? They say I had a false ID. Now, I was the oldest. I had the keys to the car. They didn't made it in. I'm trying to tell this man, wait a minute, I'm the oldest. You, he, he said, nah, I'm not going to fall for it. I'm, no, my owner's not going to fire me to get a fine to have a minor in here. Sure did. I wind up outside, sitting on top of my car. And call myself playing this, playing, playing my music, right? I was listening to Missy Alley, Master P, Mr. Cole. You know, I was listening to that, that horror, that, that um, Ludacris, you know. I still kind of like Luda. LL Cool J, you know. Um, and then, some apparent reason, this song came on, The Call. And, man, I'm telling y'all, it changed my life. It brought me back to life. It's like it woke up my spirit, and God was talking to me through this song. He said, you got to answer the call. I got something for you to do. This is not your life. You see what I'm saying? It was that day. I couldn't even get in the club. He told me, daughter, your life don't belong to you no more. It belongs to me. You sit there think you can't do it, but I put everything in you already. You guys, you got to understand, God has equipped you already. You have to tap into him. You got to know he called you. You didn't call yourself. Your pastor didn't call you. Your mom didn't call you. He called you. You are the chosen one. You see? But we look at that, we look at our inabilities... Instead of looking at God for him to put his supernatural on our abilities, our talents, our gifts. Come on. You see? He said, I'm giving you my ability. For the sake of the cup, I had to lay it all down and repent and cry out to God. Why? 
on top of that car. Down the street from the bottom line, I had my car. Y'all, y'all just don't know, Dr. D. <laughs> I cried out to God. I said, okay, I'm, I'm fighting you no more. You got to help me. I don't know what to do. I'm hurting. You know, I didn't, I, I fought so hard. I didn't want to raise my children by myself and why I'm doing it. So my memory and my music, I'm dedicating it to God calling me. And because of that day, this is where I'm at, you guys. 27 years later, look where I'm at. And I give God the glory and the praise. I'm not looking at my outer situation. Because every every day, every month, every week, every year, you're gonna, we're going to be tested to the end of time. As long as you have breath. Don't think that you won one fight and you got to fight no more. Baby, every morning we got to fight. Can't you see all the stuff that's happening in the world? Our life is a fight. And every time you wake up, whoa, you want to fight. You won. Answer the call and go ahead and do the darn thing. You hear me? So that's my testimony, my memory, my throwback memory. And then they have another song on here that I like um, that, that blessed me during the time. Um, let me see, send a prayer. Yeah. Yolanda Adams, the battle is not yours, it's all the Lord. Um, commission. Oh, yes. Yes. Those are the ones that kept Dr. D focused, you know, fed my spirit, kept me strong. Gotta see there's else ain't praying for you you think nobody don't care about you no jesus is praying for us he's on the right hand of the father right now praying for us all right there's another one walked into my life yes you have painted all my dreams yes to the
My throwbacks and memories, <laughs> music is very significant to me. I love music. I love all kind of music. It does something to my soul. It rejuvenates my spirit. It helps me to hold on. You see what I'm saying? I'm very selected about my music. When I when I came to Christ. And I went to church that day and walked down that aisle. I didn't know what I was doing, but I felt something. And I knew I needed something. There was a, something missing in my life. And I, 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 I was like, a change have to take place, Daddy. You know, well, I was saying God back then. He's my daddy now because I have a deep personal relationship with Father God in heaven who created the heaven and heavens. But I always cried out. You know, and I knew my life had to be better. I was growing up as a girl and I went through so much. But that day, I held on and went through that experience with my child. Y'all just don't know. Oh, my gosh, I didn't think I'd make it. But my my oldest girl, she's 30, she'll be 32 or 30. Yeah, she's 32 years old now. 32 30 years later, look where God has brought me from. So, you can make it. Matter of fact, you already made it. You just got to perceive and believe that God already has it worked out for you. Just ask Him to open your eyes so you can see. Open your ears so you can hear which way to go, who to talk to, who to bring your way. Because all through my life, when I sit here and think about it, the Father brings people my way, and that's how the favor comes, and that's why things good, you know, like I say, every good that they have to me, it's not the I, but it's the you in me. It's the God in me. It's the God in me, y'all, and I thank you for that, all right? So, I'm going to check with y'all on the next episode. We're going to talk about some um do some parallel with the food prices back then and back now and i kind of weaned off the movie some because i was like trying to get my life back right you know and back then around 1995 um by me leaving that church you know and um we in good standing now matter of fact um 
Pastor Um, I mean, you want me to come and spend a weekend with her, and I got to do that. I got to do that because she's like 80-something years old, and she's still preaching, y'all. And um, the last time I went visit visited church, she had me to come up on the pulpit and sit up there. You see what I'm saying? So the relationship is still good, you know, and um, it just, we just so hungry and thirsty after righteousness, man. We really need the Holy Spirit to help us to grow and have the spirit of love in us. So when people come our way that's not on our same level, we can still love them. You know, we don't have to beat them with the word. Be the word. You got that? Don't beat them with the word. You be the word. And that's what all I try to do. I strive to be the living word of God right now to everyone that I meet. All right? So there we go. That's just a part of it. God bless you. Remember, tune in. Check me out on Instagram and Twitter, um, Y-A-L-D-O-N-I-E-L, and uh, Facebook.com, Boom Factor. You can check um, the Facebook page out. You can also check out um, um, Save Zone Broadcast. Has his own podcast. <laughs> On anchor.fm slash save zone broadcast. And we have some other exciting things that's coming up. Uh, we're going to be launching the Boom Factor TV show, y'all. And this month, so I'm believing God. I'm believing God to have everything straight. I'm just so excited what he's telling me, how he's telling me to do it. And one thing about Dr. D, I don't try to, I like stuff to be nice. You know, but I'm not going to sit here and wait like somebody, well, I got to have this, I got to have that. No, I'm going to make it work. When God tell me to move, I'm going to move. I'm going to do what he tell me to do, and he's going to add to it. So uh, I'm going to post that. Uh, I'll post a flyer with some ministry that I'll be doing in Arlington, Texas, coming up in October. I mean, November and October. Next month, I'll be speaking at the No Shades fundraiser with one of my sister friends. And uh, she has an awesome fashion modeling um, um, agency, and she's she just all over. She's just all over the place, just doing her thing. You know, I'm so proud of her, how she just transitioned and found her lane. And so that's what we have to do. We have to find our calling. Like you say, answer the call. When we say yes to God, he's going to start showing you some things you need to do. And I believe the podcast is just one of them. A lot of us, it's just one of them. It's just a platform to get us out to all those other platforms. All right. So I know I've been over here over 15 minutes. And um, what else? Um, I think that is it. So let's start the D with the boom factor. Happy Thursday. Throwback Thursday. With movies, music, and memories. I pray you enjoyed that little excerpt. Until next episode, y'all be breezy. God bless. Peace. What's up, what's up, what's up, you guys? This is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Pray you guys having a good day so far. I am about to wrap it up and head on back to the office. Just came back from my open house with um, Jackson here because that's uh, that's my seasonal, what is it called, a seasonal full-time job. I've been there for, this will be my eighth season. 
eight years I've been with this company. Wow, it's adding up. <laughs> and I received some good, you know, good feedback and um, me as a manager, you know, it's looking good, looking good. And um, then another opportunity has opened up onto me, so we're going to see how that go once we um, go through the training. We start our class next month. The new tax laws, you guys. Oh, my goodness. Man, I'm telling y'all. If you was making money and you have children, hey, if you at that 50,000 thresh, um, threshing floor and up with children underneath 17, well, your tax return going to look pretty good. Um, those that's underneath, man, I hope they have a second job. I hope they ain't counting on this money because they cut them, they cut them exemptions, man. All that money. I, well, I was warning mine. I told them that earned income credit they're looking for. I told them, I said, y'all better enjoy this check because this the, is this the last big check you're going to get. And the stigma is that's imprinted in these citizens' minds is they feel because they have two, three, four, five children, they're going to get all this money. No, it's according to earned income credit, and half of them don't even have the income to even qualify right lo and behold if they're working and they're not checking that w-2 right and see that's why i gotta get into my thing i gotta remind her to do that just me talking to make sure they got zero on mine i want them to take out whatever taxes need to be taken out you know because i'm a single person i have no children no dependents you know and i know i'm not i'm not breaking even like that you see what i'm saying but with all that said, hey, it's the breaks. I mean, that's why Daddy want us to get on our own, you know. And yeah, you gotta pay taxes with your business, but if you structure stuff properly, have your, your, your. Um, oh, that's what I need to do. Just thinking about that. It is what September. Yeah, I need to put my flyers out there for bookkeeping. Cause see, I know how people gonna do. They gonna try to wait till the last minute. No, start sending me that work now. I can start doing some work now. So, thank you, Lord, while I'm talking. Y'all help me. I told y'all, Boom family, y'all be helping me brainstorm. But with all that said, you know, it was, it was a good open house. And um, bless the Lord. Now, this is the kicker. This is what I want to share with you guys. People are real cheeky. People are real cheeky. Now, I had to go to the store where I used to work. The Walmart. I call it Wally World. I ain't really want to say the name. Up oh, too bad. I did already. <laughs> I work at Wally World. The Wally World I work at is very active. What I mean by very active? Man, have mercy, Jesus. That's all I can say. Man, they have fights. I mean, all kind of stuff be going down up in that Walmart. They still, policemen running all through the store. Every time you turn around, somebody stealing something, somebody fussing, man and woman. They fussing at the customer clerks. Oh my gosh! I mean, very, 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 very active. <laughs> you <hear> me? <laughs> no dull moment at Wally World, y'all. No dull moment. That's all I can say. You know, but I love it. Why? Because I feel that I, um, I'm helping my peeps. 
wait till this truck pass. Waiting on my bus. Yeah, you know, a lot of them don't really understand the taxes, the laws. And from what I'm gathering, when they go to other places, they don't sit there and explain nothing. See, I take my time with my people and explain everything to them, right? So with all that said, I had to go over there and um put some money in the bank. And you know, my little clerk, hey, hey, what's up, what's up? You coming back, you coming back, yada, yada, you know. So one particular young lady, I went past, she worked at the McDonald's. I went to say hi, just to see how she doing, you know, because I knew she was going through a little something, something during the beginning of the year. You know, I like to check on my peeps, you know. So I'm trying to ask her, is she okay, how she doing, all this kind of stuff. Y'all, let me tell you what this girl did. I'm trying to find out she all right, you know, because she had went to the hospital and stuff. She had children. She really was going through some stuff, right? Y'all. I'm trying to ask this young lady how she doing. Look what she, look what she, look what her eyes is on. She looking at my phone. She said, oh, you got an iPhone. Oh, that must be nice. I'm like, what? It's just a phone. Oh, that's an iPhone. That must be one of the new ones. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Some of my, my children, my daughter helped me get, you know, they say I needed something updated. I said, but how are you doing? She said, oh, I'm all right. She said, what kind of, um, um, are you on a payment plan with that phone? Or you just bought it? I said, first of all, sweetheart, this is my business phone, and that don't concern you. Second of all, I'm trying to ask how you doing. And you worry about a thing? This is nothing. This is metal. This could rot. I can lose this in a second, God forbid. I won't. But I'm trying to ask about your well-being. You worrying about an iPhone. You see what I'm saying, y'all? Brainwashed. This society is so brainwashed. For stuff, material stuff. Come on. Now with all that said, he go another kicker. Now this is this is cheeky right here. So I'm on the bus now. You know I done did my little thing. I done went over there, did my open house. Now I'm ready. I'm about to go in, right? So I'm on the bus. People be lying. That's why I not. I, ain't, I didn't feel guilty saying no either. I guess the Lord knew she was gonna be lying. Young lady, you could tell she. Wally out, right? Oh, can I use your phone? I, I got to call my sister. I said, oh, no, sweetheart, I don't let nobody use my phone. Damn, I just got to call my sister. Sorry, I can't help you. I don't let nobody use my phone. Man. Say, can I use your phone? And she asked somebody else, can I use your phone? So the little dude, little Spanish dude, said, yeah, you can use my phone. So she took the phone out the man's hand. No, I would dial the number. Just took the phone out the hand. Now she says she got to call her sister, right? So I'm hearing her with a conversation. And I know that was not her sister. Yeah, you know, babe, you know, I, I'm, I'm on this bus, you know. And, uh, you going to meet me? You going to meet me? You know, because you got you to gotta, you gotta handle that. And I was about to say, excuse me, I thought you was about to call your sister. But the Lord said, Danielle, don't say nothing. <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> I say, see, that's how it happens to people. So you see what I'm saying, y'all? I just like, wow, really? Did this just like went down right in front of my face? And she didn't even care. She didn't even care that she just lied. Wow. 
This shit got an attitude. I just want to call my sister. You know. I'm right here. I about to say. Y'all. <laughs> I about to say something else to that girl. But I was good. So yeah. That's how my date. Have went thus far. Hey, uh. I'm going to go do this flyer right quick for the bookkeeping. I forgot about that. Yeah, I need to put that out there. You know. And matter of fact, I need to text this. this one of my customers. They were supposed to meet me yesterday. See how people do? That's why they're on the blacklist. Sorry. Got to pay up front now. It's about to start a whole nother tax season. And people ain't, you know, ain't handling business. So I pray you guys, um, did y'all enjoy my throwback Thursday? I pray y'all did. I mean, that was just so sweet to me how the Lord just brought that back to me. You know, it's like reminiscing, man. It's like a love affair with the Lord. And I was just so touched, you know. And, and it had me to look back and I say, wow, look where I'm at now, Father. Wow, you, you really did say you was going to take care of me. You, you really did say, don't trust in my ability. Trust in him and you was going to help me. You know, and wow, look what Daddy has done. You know, so I pray it was a blessing, you guys. And my wacky, my wacky, did I, I don't think I shared anything wacky. Um... I guess the only wacky thing that happened to me, I got on the wrong bus. <laughs> I said, oh, Lord, is that the other place? Because, you know, they have different locations. And I was used to her being at a certain location. And I had forgot she's at a new location for the open house. So instead of me taking the 68, I went and took the 65, hopped on the 65, and then I had to hop off and realize I'm like, whoa, whoa, I'm going the wrong direction. This is not the bus I need to be taking. So, yeah, I guess so. That could be wacky. You know, I was silly with that. I wasn't paying attention. But with all that said, y'all, I'm going to holler at y'all later. I went and got me two little avocados. Make me a, make me a salad. And um, my pastor called me. He said, you still out of town? I said, what you mean I'm still out of town? Pastor I said, I've been here since Sunday. What are you talking about? Oh, I didn't hear from you. I'm like, uh, I thought I talked to the first lady. You know, so I had to look through my thing. And I said, oh, Lord, forgive me. I didn't text him. You know, but I don't know. I didn't really talk to the first either. We were just back and forth talking about the the uh, media stuff, you know. Um, I usually don't deal with business or anything when I'm out of town. So I was like, oh, please forgive me. My bad, you know. Because we barbecued. You could have came over. I said, yeah, I could have had some of that barbecue because the sister show was hungry. <laughs> well, I ain't going to say I was hungry, but I was, I was lack substance. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm about to bounce. I pray y'all had a glorious day. Just start to deal with the boom factor. All right, my other platforms. What y'all, what y'all doing? Y'all, 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 y'all don't have internet. Y'all don't have email. 
Why am I not hearing from you guys? If I'm giving y'all the wrong email, I don't think so. I put it on the, the um, description. Abbreviation for doctor. D as in David, E-E, Boom Factor Show. At gmail.com. I want to hear from you guys on the other platforms. Tomorrow is shout out Friday. A whole week then passed by and I, don't, I haven't received nothing. And the listening audience is growing. So either that stat is not right or you guys just don't want to, you want to stay anonymous. And I, I respect that if you want to stay anonymous. But what you got to do is let me know what country. What state, what city, what, what platform you listen to me on. That's all. You don't have to leave your name or anything. Now, if you have a testimony, you want me to share it? Hey, that'll be, that'll be cool, too. But I just want to know what platforms that all these listeners are, you know, where y'all chiming in from. That's all. So we can give you a shout-out. You know, it's all, it's a, you know, by respect. That's all. So until then, I'm going to holler at y'all later. Oh. Alright. Oh, where's her shoes? Baby don't have no shoes on. He don't. This smell good in here. Oh, boy. Oh, Lord, I'm tired. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. I should have got me some crackers. Hey, Dr. D, thank you for responding. And I like your story. Yeah, I like the story of your podcast creation. Hey, and what you said about the tour to different periods of time, that is very interesting that you would say that because I always thought it was more of just an emotional journey, but you're right. It really, when you're dealing with like the older authors, especially, you are taking a trip to the past. And I love the fact that you think about what they're wearing, you know, the kind of dresses that they wore or whatever. 
I really find that interesting. So yes, that is a really good thing to say. That we are taking a tour back in time. It's like a time capsule. Or not a time capsule, but a time machine. We're in a time machine! Yeah, yeah.